This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Round two is no joke, even when you're facing the Joker. This is where the, we separate the pretenders from the contenders. Get some skin in the game with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. They're offering free-to-play pools every day of the basketball playoffs, offering players a free shot at $10,000. That's right, 10 Gs, baby, in total prizes each day. The best part, it's free. If I didn't make that clear, it's free to play. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's basketball games. Track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from what team will hit mo- the most three-pointers a game to which team will score first. And the best part, DraftKings is safe secure and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience that's right no risk here uh, in getting your money in and out it's that easy download the top rated DraftKings app now and use the promo code tbpn that's promo code tbpn when you sign up to get your free shot at ten thousand dollars in total prizes Every day of the basketball playoffs, head to DraftKings pool page to get your shot at huge cash prizes and use that promo code TBPM for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Tim Kitzer here, the voice of NBA Jam and NFL Blitz. Welcome to the Solar Panel. Tonight's matchup, Espo versus the Silver Fox versus Carmel Thunder. Boomer shakalaka. Ahoy, ahoy. Fellas, fellas, fellas. The Suns went to Denver for game three of the Western Conference semifinals and TCOB'd. They took care of business going into the the ball arena where the Denver Nuggets played. On the night where Nikolai Jokic won the MVP, they came out, shot over 70% in the first quarter, didn't relinquish the lead, and now, ladies and gentlemen, our Phoenix Suns are one game away from going once again to the Western Conference Finals. Welcome to the Suns Jam Session and Solar Panel Podcast. My name is John, a.k.a. Darth Voida, and I'm welcoming to the pod. Matthew, how you doing tonight? That's a fantastic shirt you're hey, wearing good. there. Yeah, we're, uh, we're twinsies right here. Looks good, man. How are you doing? Twinning. Fantastic. Three my voice is a little deep. I have a sore throat, so my voice might sound a little deep and manly, so sorry, guys. Oh, no. Hey, hey, you know, chilling with the fellas over here. Maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe we'll let you speak a little bit more. Just to test that throw. Right. Welcome to the show to Greg Esposito <laughs> looking ever so fly with those mm, orange stat- lenses. Mm, stat me, Lissy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm thinking Western Conference Finals with the fellas. How about you? You know what? I, I think we can arrange that. It's it's looking that way. Saul, welcome to the podcast. How are True. you doing? One more, baby. One more. One more. Let's go. Let's go. Might Ooh. as well sweep this. 
this team off the fucking floor. Let's go. Well, it's you know pl- plenty to talk about. Plenty to talk about on this podcast. Uh, you know, do we want to sweep them? I don't know. We'll answer that question coming up and more. This reminder, if you are watching, to please hit the thumbs up button and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening on the Bright Side of the Sun Podcast Network, please subscribe there as well. Uh, you can follow the show at Suns Jam and at Suns Solar Panel on Twitter. Uh, is anybody going to be chugging with the fellas tonight? I do have one, yeah. I can't chug. Okay, uh, okay. But I did bring a beer. All right, okay. look it. Just throw it over your shoulder. Beer. Well, so what is that? Is that a soul? It is a soul. There we go, baby. A little soul chilada. Loving the chilada. All right. And then uh, Matthew's taking out the Invisalign, which the is suns the sexiest part. Ooh, so, <laughs> I, I see what you did there. I got the sun brew. So okay. And then what are you rocking, Espo? Is that a stevia? It's a, it's a Zevia <laughs> soda because careful, I, I hate my stomach. So we'll do this. All right. Yeah. Careful. All right. Well, everybody chugging with the fellas. Chug them if you got them. Ah, that's what men do. I'll wait for the ladies to finish up. That's too much Clamato for me to Yeah, chug. That's, that, that, is, that is pretty <laughs> crazy. I'm not a chugging beer. <laughs> oh, there's that voice, Lissy. Yeah. 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 Don't yeah. want to come I see, they came, I see they came back up into your throat. Yeah. <laughs> I sucked them right back up, man, where they belong. Let's yeah, do this, back. Back. Well, let's crack them if you got them. It's Friday night. Suns just won up 3 0. Cheers, Suns fans. I want to hear you scream. I do not get tired of saying it and mug them. They did winning by 14 points after winning by 25 points in game two after winning by 17 points in game one. Is this even a series? Are we allowed to feel a little confident finally now, Espo? Do you give me the approval? No, I tonight was a disappointment. When you only win by 14 after you've won by 25 and 17, it's just, yeah, you can feel confident. All right. There's... (laughs) Knock on wood, touch metal, whatever you need to do before you say this, but they're up 3-0. We know what that means in an NBA series, all right? So I think you can feel comfortable in that, and then after they win that fourth game, we'll focus on that that next series. But feel confident right now, Suns fans. You're, you're in a good place. I will say that, you know, you're starting to see it in the chat a little bit. And people are like, well, who do we want to win the next series? Don't worry about it yet. Tesla's point. Matter. We'll we'll talk about that later if and when we cut co- we cross that bridge. I you know, you look at it entering game three, teams that are up two nothing in a series has happened 426 times. 399 per- times that team has won the series. There's been 142 times that a team has gone up three zero. Those teams yeah. are 42 and one in those series. So I am liking our chances to move on. Forty-two and one. Someone no. came. No one ever won, right? No one, someone no came one back, but one, lost game seven. One hundred forty-two and zero. Okay. No team has ever come all the way back from zero three. So, you know, we do have a road ahead of us where you know this team isn't dead yet. Game four, we'll talk about it here in a little bit uh, on what our expectations are and what we you know 
no one wants to get embarrassed the way that we have embarrassed the Nuggets because that's what's happened tonight, right, Saul? Oh yeah, absolutely. Hey, you know this Suns team. I'm gonna say it right now. This is the best team left in the NBA playoffs, and I don't mean most talented. I just mean the best team, chemistry wise. Mm-hmm. And you saw that, especially with the starting five. Everybody in the starting five had double digit plus or minus, except for Chris Paul. Ironically enough, um, <laughs> and you know it's just it, tonight was. Richard Jefferson pointed out several times the ball movement was just so beautiful on so many different occasions. And tonight, more than than the two games at home, I know they blew them out at home, but, you know, home court advantage is a real thing. Tonight, I was like, yeah, this team is easily the best team on the floor. It's not even close. This should be a sweep. If it's not a sweep on Sunday, I will be disappointed. And can we approve Richard Jefferson? I think he did a pretty good job, right? Like I, yeah, I think yeah, he did the, a fantastic job tonight. Matthew I did not with the with the the, uh, the controversial comment right out the gate. <laughs> we just says, always trash these guys. I don't know why. <laughs> when a guy says, you know, if if you don't get technicals, you're not the MVP. I don't even know what the hell that means. <laughs> yeah, so, what does that mean? And Richard Jefferson's a fellow wildcat, and even I'm going, all right, look, I can deal with Walton, but I don't know what the hell that was, all right? That, that was out there. He had a few of those tonight that I'm like, yeah. Richard, slow your roll. It's not a summer league broadcast, all right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I but go I was going to say, just, just really quick on the Suns. It was really great tonight because they had like the big three actually step up. They're, they're, the stats that DeAndre Aiden, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul had going to the fourth quarter were like full game stats for them normally. You know, 26 points for Booker. Uh, CP3 had, oh, what do you have, 16 points, six assists, six rebounds. And then uh, Aiden had the 15 rebounds by the fourth quarter. Like those are stats he's had like for full games like they just came out in the third quarter again 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 they're doing this over and over again just taking these ti- these teams out in the third quarter whether or not it's at the beginning of the third quarter or at the end of the third quarter and you can see the denver nuggets just lose hope like right then and there and that was the vital part of the game again was that third quarter for the phoenix suns they entered up only four after really owning and dominating the first half. You saw how Chris Paul was strategically trying to slow the pace of Denver in the second quarter. The crowd was starting to get into it. They were starting to make a little run. He was starting to draw fouls, get to line, get to the line. And, you know, credit to Jokic. He did the same thing. He ended with uh, four free throws at the, you know, to, to finish the first half. They Denver Nuggets ended on a 19 to 10 run to close it to four points. And then the third quarter happens, and they win that quarter by scoring 31 points to Denver's 21 points. This series, they are a plus 29 in the third quarter. So whatever adjustments are being made at halftime by Monty Williams have been successful. And the primary adjustment that I saw once again in this mirrored game one was Michael Porter Jr. is not a very good defender, especially a hampered Michael Porter Jr. So... Mikael Bridges, he's guarding you. Sit there and just do the pump fakes. Michael Porter Jr. is flying by you every time and just take it to the rim and see what happens. That's exactly how the Suns started. They started on a 10-3 run to open the third with five of those points coming from Mikael Bridges. You know, Richard Jefferson, and this is kind of where I'll go against what Matthew said. You know, he's like, well, he's le- you know, he, he's an up-and-coming defender. He's somebody who's, you know, has a, the potential to be a good defender. Maybe that's true, but and, and again, I understand that he's hampered. But he truly has been, outside of Austin Rivers, a weakness for this Denver team this entire series. At what point do you think Michael Malone is just going to roll the dice and have him come in off the second team? I mean, he was entering this game like a negative 26. 
I mean, it, he's their best shot to win a, win a game. You know, mm-hmm. you need him to be hot, and he just has not gotten hot. Period. Like, it, so I understand where Michael Malone's coming from when when MPJ's out there. Like, you if if MPJ doesn't drop thirty, they're not winning a game in the series, and you need him to drop thirty. And too bad he's he's hampered, so you don't get that full stretch. And and honestly, I, I just want to say. I'm thankful that Jokic coming down on his ankle wasn't as bad as it as it mm-hmm. maybe looked because yeah. I don't want to see somebody get hurt. I want I want to beat them at you know at, at least whoever's on the court at their peak. And so uh, I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen. MPJ needs to play out of his mind for them to win a game in the series. So I, I get it. Yeah, look, if Malone hasn't done it yet, he's not doing it now. No. I mean, there's a, there's no point in it now because you need him, like Saul's saying, to to catch lightning in a bottle to help you win a game in this series. So I, I don't foresee that change. One thing I love tonight was Devin Booker took it to, uh, it took Eric, Aaron Gordon. Like he didn't, mm-hmm. he did not seem phased that he had a bigger guy defending him. He just, I'm going to take it to you. And and I loved that tonight. It was just aggressive from word one from Devin Booker. He didn't have to go full Armani mode. He gave us a little taste of it, but it was enough to, to keep Denver honest on him. And he had some moves that were straight Kobe. Like dude, dude, they, yes. they were yes. carbon copies of things that Kobe did the way Kobe would do carbon copy things that Jordan did. It is, it is unbelievable to watch this kid when he's locked in like this. And, uh, and he still is a kid. That's the, that's the greatest part. He's still only 24. We got the best yeah. basketball still ahead for him. Yeah, he's absolutely like there's there's times in this game where he has second chance opportunities to shoot the ball and he did. Like in I feel like in the past he would maybe pass those up, but like one example was a fast break where he shot the three early in the game, got the rebound again and shot it back up, nothing but net. That just showed the rest of the game his confidence he was gonna have in his shot. And I love that because everyone was waiting for right the, the Devin Booker uh game, and this was it. This was a game. It wasn't the 40-point game, but he was trying to find a shot, and he was very confident in his offensive game tonight. And this was, I think, the game that we were waiting for, right? Well, well I think I mean, he, he, yeah, Go ahead. I'm just, I think that game's Sunday. I think he, oh, he's going to want to knock him out. Nice. He's yeah. going to okay. knock him out on Sunday. I, I, think, I think he just set the tone, and that's that's the great thing about Devin, the way he, he started off tonight is that he set the tone. He was like, yeah, these dudes ain't beating us tonight, period. Like, we we all better come with it. And honestly, like, you know, that's that's one of the things we were talking about before the playoffs started is, like, I, we need to see – I wanted to see Devin Booker in the playoffs. And I'm sorry. I don't give a shit about the regular season. I don't care about the bubble. I don't care about all these other things. The playoffs – and Devin's look in his eyes during these playoffs, that is exactly what reminds me of Kobe. Just the way he's carrying himself, the way he's running around that court, the way he's just not really giving a shit about anybody, that is exactly the Armani mode we have all been kind of talking about and we've been waiting to see. And now we're seeing it come to fruition. This might be the first time in in, in, in really the totality of, of Devin Booker's career where I've seen him and I'm like, Dude, that dude might be yeah. stupid good by the when it's all said and done. Cause it, man, it's it's brilliant to watch right now. That look he has even post game, where even in between games, where he's not being too cocky. I mean, he never is, but even the whole team, they just keep a straight face. They know there's Bus- more games. Business like it's just yeah. I that's the best part of it to me because I don't like it when anyone's saying like, yeah, we're gonna go in the next game, like you know, and just kind of joke around or say like they're gonna win the series, kind of get a little bit cocky. He's not that way, so it keeps me at ease knowing that like they're they're gonna pay attention to each game just like it's a must win. And, and it's. Go go ahead, Espo. I was just gonna say Booker's the guy that 
will come in for the hug and then stab you in the gut. That's the look he has. It's like, I I don't care. Like that's I'm I'm here. I'm, I'm here bleeding. to accomplish I'm, one, <laughs> I'm here to accomplish one thing. And if you're standing in that path, uh, good luck to you. It's Note to self, man. don't hug Espo. Don't hug <laughs> For new or, De- or Devin Booker. I mean, just I mean <laughs> you, you might get stabbed. You know, he's cold blooded. I mean, that's what it comes down to. The look on his face, the way that he plays, you know, I think it's ironic that in the last podcast, it took us until 45 minutes into it to mention his name. And that's what we're leading off with because of the way that he came out on the road and set the tone, as Saul said. You know, the ability to set the tone for Devin Booker was absolutely paramount. And, and seeing him do it uh, consistently on the road, he's averaging 28 points a game now on the road in the playoffs. And he gets the majority of that. He had 11 in the first quarter. You know, so seeing him do it in such a manner is just uh, – it's exactly what you want to see from him. And as we welcome Dave King to the podcast, welcome, Dave. We're talking about Devin Booker. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> oh, uh, did Devin Booker play tonight? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I was just he wondering bo- what was going on. I just t- stopped by to see if anybody was in the chat room, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, you've come to the right place. You know, this is a, <laughs> are you a sure friendly place. Are you place. sure you're in the right chat room, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for that stat me, Dave, chat room. <laughs> stat me, Dave. <laughs> but the difference between Devin Booker and some of the other young stars that you're seeing right now, you, you look at the Trey Youngs, you look at the Donovan Mitchells, they carry themselves in a completely different way. They're doing the fist pumping. They're playing to the crowd. And, you know, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's just not who Devin Booker is or has ever been. And I have more confidence with him as my two guard than I would with those other guys. Because, again, guys who typically wear their emotions on their sleeve consistently, <clears throat> it can go both ways when they hit adversity. You know, the one thing the Suns haven't hit too much of, they have hit some in this playoffs, but they haven't hit too much adversity especially in this Western Conference semifinals. I mean, winning by an average of whatever that average is, it's it's not something that's going to really you know push you up against the wall so you have to see what you're made of. The Lakers series did that. You went against the number one uh, defense in the league. You were down 2-1. You fought back and won the series. And now they're on a six-game win streak, ladies and gentlemen, and one game away from the Western Conference finals. Hey, stat me. Oh, hold on. Let me oh, get yeah. you some stats. Oh, yeah. Stat me. You gotta be oh, ready for Dave yeah. to stat you because it comes, it comes quick. It, it comes can quick. happen at any time from any side. All right, <laughs> it's oh, any position, huh? Oh, Lissy, man. You Lissy. check it out, Lissy. One I always go to go to your room. <laughs> He's in his room. I don't have a room. <laughs> I'm doing this just from uh, memory because I haven't been able to look up all the stats tonight. But this is definitely the longest winning streak for the Suns in their franchise history in the playoffs. No Suns team has won more than six straight games in the playoffs. Look I have been statted. Oh, my Ooh. God. Ooh, that's a Dave. That's a You're talking the Barkley years. You're talking the Chambers years, the KJ years, the Nash years. The, uh, the last time, you know, obviously the, the, the seven seconds or less, but no, they never won six straight games. Wow. That's nasty, Dave. Nasty. Yeah. That's impressive. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. And to that's think. That's all I got. This is also their third six-game winning streak of the season. If they close out the Denver Nuggets on Sunday, they will tie their regular season streak of seven consecutive games, which they put together uh, in, I believe, March and April this year. So, I mean, what a time to do it, right? Absolutely. It hit your stride right now. One thing I loved about tonight is it was Devin Booker started it 
CP3 helped finish it. And it just felt like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? We got these two guys, and neither of them can take mm-hmm. care of you at any point. So good luck with that, Denver. <laughs> well, and DeAndre Ayton rebounded it all the way through that game. And he helped. I mean, look, Nikola Jokic, 30 points, 20 rebounds, 10 assists. Jeez. He was the MVP tonight, but he was tired in the second half. And the Suns were the ones who were supposed to be tired in the altitude. Nikola Jokic was tired in that second half because DeAndre Ayton did not back down once. And all those shots he made, those were Jokic shots. Those were MVP shots. It's okay. But he, he needed 30 shots to get that or 28 it, shots to get those 30. Yeah, that's crazy. And they, and they weren't easy shots. You know what I mean? Like that's those, what were I just, mean. He was those were just Jokic, Jokic shots. shots. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then obviously oh. those, those rebounds, I mean, Jokic with his long wingspan, he's able to tap the ball to himself like 89,000 times. He's, and he's then, a rolling you know, pin in there. Absolutely. But 13 for 29, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah, know, you, before the game, if you said he went 13 for 29, he had 30, 20 and 10, you're like, Oh, I, they probably lose that game because, of the way DA is playing against him. You know, he's making them work yeah. for every single thing he gets. And and yeah. and I will credit the refs. The refs are not falling for the flops and and DA to his credit hands up almost every single mm-hmm. time that Jokic tries yep. to go to the hole and even on the one that Jokic wanted to call the t- uh, got the T on, dude, Richard Jefferson called it. He's like, "Dude, that's not a foul." Like he ran into him and flopped. Like hands are straight up, he's moving in his body like it was perfect. That's what I was going to say something about RJ. Here we go. No, can we, I'm actually, can we, uh, sorry, can we just um, rest in peace, Aaron Gordon? Yeah. <laughs> that dude, Two for that 10 dude for four points tonight. The worst playoffs of any midseason acquisition I think I can remember. That was just so bad. They they tried to make him the, the second or third option scoring tonight, and he failed so bad. Monty Morris, good game. You know, but uh, they wanted Aaron Gordon to be that guy, and Aaron Gordon is not that guy. That's what you see a lot with these midseason acquisitions, where they're just they come through, and you think they're going to make a difference in the playoffs, whatever the team's trying to do in the future. It just never really works out, right? Easy there, easy there, Tory Craig. Easy there, yeah. Tory Craig was a midseason. Uh, that's what he said. But that wasn't an acquisition. No. That was like no, the mid-season. Hey, you know what? No, Tory, Tory Craig ended the night with five points on four, on fourteen minutes. He's serving we, his role appropriately. Aaron Gordon was brought in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cash considerations. There you go. Yeah, you know, R.I.P. Brother. <laughs> but but Aaron Gordon was brought in to be that tertiary scorer for this team behind you know in theory Jamal Murray and, the and stopper. Yes, and and you know a, a body who can deter the uh, the opposition, and he hasn't delivered in the manner in which he's supposed to. And that's you know you can go up and down the Denver lineup and say the same thing. You know, again, as as Dave said, you know, kudos to Monty Morris and Will Barton. They had an effect. They had thirty five combined combined points off of the bench, and that was one of my keys to the game coming into this. Is you know know that their bench is going to have a boost. Just like when we're at home and you have campaign and Tory Craig throwing up yep. uh, lobs to each other and the crowd getting behind it, those are the guys who are designed to try to sustain the runs. And if you can do that, you're going to win the game because you have constant offense going. You have the crowd constantly engaged. But in this game, even though they were doing that, their starters weren't holding up the, their end of it. And any time no. in this game, I felt like 
Denver was trying to make a run and the crowd was starting to get behind it. And real quick, kudos to all you Suns fans who were there in Denver. I saw some of the tweets from Cody Cunningham and uh, Vince Morata. And the cheers on you can TNT. hear the cheers. You can yeah. hear yeah. the cheers. You can hear them early, man. You know, so yeah. they showed up and showed out for this Suns team. It wasn't anything like what uh, it was he uh, here in Phoenix. But when uh, Chris Paul is out there just stopping those runs. Did that runs. kid it, make the trip? Did he take his shirt off? I don't, I don't know. He, 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 got up he, 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 he needs to be on that private jet with yeah. Booker and CP3. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. A young Robert Sarver, he right? Shirtless it, on yeah. a jet. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Sitting with the chain. Yes. Somebody photoshops Somebody has chain to do that. Kid. Dude, somebody has to do that kid's head on the Robert Sarver. It's been done. It's been done. Yeah, it's, I, I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it. But Chris Paul was vital in stopping all of those runs. Every time they tried to make a little run, Chris Paul would just go down and hit a quick mid mid range shot, or or facilitate a, a play. Such I mean, a yes, he is a killer. And what he did tonight, if you look at his, you know, his final stat line, he had twenty seven points, uh, eight of six, six rebounds, had two turnovers. You know, so I mean, it's, he was really out of control tonight. Uh, but seven for seven from the free throw line to lead the Phoenix Suns, who, by the way, were eighteen of twenty from the free throw line, as compared to ten for sixteen for the Denver Nuggets. So, I mean, we got to the line four more times than they did, but we shot a lot better, and that's the advantage of the Suns in the playoffs. And we said this all season long. the The problem with the Suns wouldn't be how we performed when we got to the free throw line. It was would we have the capacity to get to the free throw line because we're the second yeah. best team in the NBA shooting from the free throw line behind the Los Angeles Clippers. So seeing them get to the free throw line, seeing them uh, execute on that end throughout this entire series has been nothing but beneficial. Uh, but yeah, Aaron Gordon, the the starters overall, look at this stat. Here, here's another little stat for you. Uh, the backcourt, okay? The Suns outscored Denver's backcourt 55-11. to 11. You had Frank uh, Facundo, fuck you, Capazzo, and Austin Rivers combined for 11 <laughs> points tonight. You throw in Aaron Gordon having four points. The Suns, conversely, have everybody in double figures who are starting once again, and the majority of them all had five points by midway through the second quarter. It's just more – we're a more balanced attack. We move the ball better. This team without Jamal Murray can't run their high pick and roll, which, you know, uh, imagine – you know, uh, us being without one of our high pick and roll guys between Aiton and, and CP3. That's the basis of our offense. From there, so much can happen. Back screens, uh, corner three-point shooters, elbow three-point shooters, uh, cuts by Mikael Bridges and, and Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder. Everything is predicated on our pick and roll. As it is for Denver, they just, without Jamal Murray... They are just a completely different team. There's no back screens for Nikola Jokic to hit. They're all just standing around watching him. And, you know, the poor guy, I won't say poor guy because we're beneficial, but, I mean, <laughs> he won the MVP this year, uh, but he's not going to advance to the I Western Conference him, Finals. Okay, I feel well. bad for Jokic a little bit. I, I, For some reason, I do that a lot with these players for the Denver Nuggets. Um, but Jokic is a big uh, – I'm a big fan of his. But the look on his face, how much he gave tonight, and just because of the MVP thing, and he almost cried. I think his two brothers came on the court, too. They're like the same size as him. It just – I don't know. I just feel bad for the dude. But our bench, they're just killers, dude. When campaign comes in there, dude, he's just looking for blood. He honestly – he'll come in and just make sure that the job is done uh, quick. And he'll just make sure that he gets his teammates involved too. And him getting to the rim tonight too was unstoppable again. And that's just one thing that teams can't stop. Whenever he comes in the game, man, no one can stop campaign. And that's that's just that's quite the weapon that the Suns have. You know, it's so it, funny is you look at this team and you look at the stats, and this team is the ultimate like I'm going to fool you stat wise team. Uh, because if you look at the stats, especially with the bench, you would think 
oh man, they must have gotten just railed when when they were on the court. But the intangibles, the small little things that they provide to keep you in the game. You know, Cam Johnson. You know, on the stat minus, he's a minus one, and and he only had three points, but he did so many small little things out there on the court that made such a big difference. And that's what this whole team does. You know, when when there's a run, you know, CP3 is just so brilliant at reaching up from behind you and grabbing that ball, and then all of a sudden they're on a fast break the other way. And it, it's just the intangibles with this team are probably some of the best I've seen in in, in quite a while. Just the small little details. Willing. Yes, all they're all willing to do the little things. Yeah. Aiden. Aiden has like he's setting picks like crazy. He's he's getting obviously getting the rebounds like crazy. He's the n- former number one overall pick, and he's okay just getting garbage points and and just grabbing all the rebounds and playing defense against the MVP. Cam Johnson took one shot tonight. Somebody said in the chat that he is terrible. Well, no, he was pretty incredible defensively. Mike Mikel Bridges didn't make all of his threes, but he was incredible defensively. And you know what, Mikel Bridges. In the beginning of the third quarter, he was aggressive. He put Denver on their heels coming out of that halftime because he was aggressive after their closeouts for three. Now, these guys, they all play their role, and they're willing to do whatever it takes to get this to get the win, to get the scoring, and, and for the, to make their team better. They don't have to get the points. They get other teams, other players to get the points. I watch these other NBA playoff games. You know, and they're one pass, two pass shot, one pass shot, no pass shot. Suns, five, six passes, all perfect mm-hmm. passes to get paint to great. And they're they're just awesome. Look, this all is right, DeAndre Ayton's most- coming in. I got I'm gonna slip out here. I'll, I'll come back. Oh, when you come back, we'll do Aiden right. watch. Yeah. So He's, this- he just slipped out. Giggity. <laughs> slipped out. This this is the most complete Suns team we have ever seen. And I feel one hundred percent confident in saying that in every facet of the game when you look at this they are good at it free throw shooting rebounding defense the offense and the movement a clutch play this is the most complete suns team we have ever witnessed and that's what makes this so exciting we've seen teams here before and elements of them carry them uh far in the playoffs because they're they're superior one or two things this team is great at so many facets of the game. And it's it's weird to think that we just won 19 games two seasons ago. Like, how did we get here to this point? I mean, it's just, <laughs> I yeah. still, I, you know, I'm... Igor <laughs> Kukoskov. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't understand you, just like none of the players understood him. I just, I, I really... You know, yeah, pro Devin, says, you know, Devin Booker is, uh, is, is our best player and we got to build around them. Yeah, it sounds good. like Saul has that European variant right now. <laughs> the, uh, the European yeah. variant. Yeah. You know, but it really is, you know, again, understand where I'm coming from on this. You know, we're up 3-0 now in the Western Conference semifinals against a team that went to the Western Conference finals last year, again, without Jamal Murray. And I understand that, but you have to play the team that's in front of you. It's so funny how many Lakers people still kind of come at me on Twitter. to just like, let me know. I had somebody tell me the other day, it's like, you know, if, if uh, we had the same team we had last year, we would have beat the Suns this year. I'm like, yeah, you know, and if you played the 93 Bulls, you would have lost to them. Like, what are we playing? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, a yeah, video game right now? Like, who gives a shit? Like, just, and go away now, you know? And it's just... Everything that's kind of happening with this team is just so much fun, and, and it's so refreshing because we saw this all season. This team is – what they're doing right now doesn't surprise me at all. 
This is the team I saw play all season. The first 16 games were the fill it out. Let's find out how to get our spacing. Let's try to work on that pick and roll. Work on Aiton. Work on Aiton. Work on Aiton. And they went eight and eight. And then after that, they just exploded. I think they went like 39 and 10 in their next 46 games because they figured out who they were and how to execute on offense and defense. And to Espo's point, on defense, that's what makes this team spectacular. When you start to try to put a run on them, we're going to stop you because we can play defense and we can go the other way. Uh, real quick, I just want to give a shout out to his dudeness. Nothing really to say, but go Suns uh, for don donating $5 in the super chat. We appreciate it. And we also have uh, Monty saying, is it just me? Or when State Farm commercial, when the State Farm commercial comes on, I think that's my point, God. I say that out loud to my wife. I'm like, that's my point, God. And she's like, what are you talking about, you crazy bastard? Thank you, Monty Morris, for donating from the Denver locker room. We appreciate it. <laughs> he has been your point, God, on the court, too. So. Uh, absolutely yeah. st stellar play by him you know what I, I somebody said it in the in the chat and you know what oh, yeah. i'm not i'm not a coward the sarge smoke break you know dario sarge 10 minutes seven points four rebounds two assists an and one uh just another productive game from dario sarge so we will give him three minutes Yes. To talk about his, his spectacularness. And I'm going to let Matthew lead this one because he is the his, biggest Sarge fan. He's got his jersey hanging well, up behind him, even though it's a faux <laughs> jersey. With the, uh, with the authentic lettering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hand um, stitched there. It is. Double stitched. He, uh, <laughs> get his soul. Keep drinking that soul. He soul had drinking the, the soul. I love it. He had the best play of the night, dude. When he saved that ball from going out of bounds, got back, got the rebound, but he had the hardest time trying to get the ball, and he sits on the ball, the almost ball. pops the ball, gets it, and gets it back to his son's player. Like, that is just Sarich. That, that's him. That is why I love him playing the minutes he's rebound playing right now. On his he finds a way to make the play of the game. Whether or not he means to do it, he's out there trying his hardest, and play that was of one of the game. best play plays. Of the game. Play that was play of the game. <laughs> Sit on the play ball, rebound. Game? Stumble yes. over it, get your your badunka dunk in the way. Yeah, when you're when you're playing a game in the playoffs oh, right now, no. this isn't didn't even seem like a playoff game tonight. Really, I mean, it seemed like a regular season <laughs> game, right? The way the the fans were and all that, and the Suns they just handled it like a regular season game. You look for those fun plays, and he always provides them. Look, if that if that were to play the game, this is more like a preseason game than a regular yeah, season oh game. Right? Look, I feel yeah. I, I feel like I got a buddy in prison because I got to bring another pack of smokes over to Dario and and give it to him, and he can exchange it for whatever he needs. But I got to I got to give it up to him again. I my mea copa continues as Dario Saric has been uh, has been pretty useful. I'm not going to go I'm not going to go good. I'm not going to go great. He's been pretty useful in this series and we appreciate it. I, I want to know what what version of ESPN are you watching? The overhead cam, the Sarge cam, like Sarge cam. there must be a Sarge cam out there that gives yeah. you everything you want and more it's very because poorly lit. I am very not poorly. seeing that at all. <laughs> Well, I, I got to say, you know, with all those cigarettes that Espo's, you know, walking down to prison, giving to him, he's actually got this little pickaxe now. And I hear that he's working on a way to get out and he's going to go through about a mile and a half of shit to get out to the other side. And then shirtless Daros is going to be standing there with an NBA championship trophy. And we're all going to have to be appreciative. Uh, shout out to Glenn Brown in the chat. It's his birthday. The Suns won. He's happy and he gave us 10 bucks. So happy birthday to Glenn Brown. And I'm glad the Suns could win for you on your birthday. That's absolutely if, if 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 Sarich is Andy Dufresne in this scenario, then who is red? Matthew. Oh, dude, it's, it's Matthew. Matthew. 
He's waiting on the beach. I just, yeah. I just, I just miss my friend. The, the poster he's hiding the hole in the wall with is Sarver in a bikini. It's yeah, yeah. it's all very PC here. Oh, get live, get get busy living or get busy dying. You goddamn right. Dario Sarch, another solid performance for the Phoenix Suns this evening. Uh, Jay Crowder, I just wanted to mention him real quick. 34 minutes is five for nine field goals, 14 points. Uh, Jay Crowder, ever since those first like two and a half games against the Lakers, has been fantastic for this team. He's the guy who everybody was, you know, murdering in our in our chat during the the podcast, murdering on social media. Uh, I'm just Jay continues to just get it done, and I love it now because my wife is watching the games and she's like, "Clam Crowder, Clam Crowder," and I that's a, I haven't even heard that nickname. Did that exist before my wife, or did she make that up? What the hell is that? What's like Clam she- Chowder? But how Crowder, far did she get with her education? When did she graduate, John? It's probably your wife. That's your sister, dude. <laughs> she has a I know, she has it took her to lunch today for her birthday. So. She's smarter it's than fine. all of us. I forgot yeah, about that. <laughs> Look, Spicy J, baby. He hit yes. that corner three and he turns and he stares at the Denver crowd like, yeah. This is over. I love they I just loved it. He has such an attitude to him, an edge. He's he's everything we used to hate about those teams that would kick the Suns in the teeth. And now they got a guy like that, and I love it. It's it's great. Yeah. Well, here's a question. Oh, I was ahead, gonna Matthew. say really quick the box score for him. I wish they would take away the field goal attempts. Yeah, it should just be three point field goal attempts, you know, because that's all he shoots. So just yeah. take that away. <laughs> he did hit a layup. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. One, one extra shot. Never mind. But, Sorry guys. So, so here's a question. And I, I don't know if we've all had this discussion together, uh, but as we look at this team, who does this team remind you of the most looking back? I mean, we've heard some people talk about the 2010 team. We've heard some people talk about different iterations of, of teams that have gone far uh, throughout NBA history. Who does this team remind you of? I, I think they I think they closely um, resemble the Detroit Pistons that that won the NBA Finals oh, against the Lakers, like the O four um, team with Ben Wallace, uh, yeah, and the Wallace, yeah, yeah. They don't have they don't have those 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 figures, right? Those larger than life figures. But Chris Paul and Devin Booker are pretty close. Uh, they're just not as demonstrative as those guys are. But as a team, that team played together on both ends of the court just beautifully and i think this suns team is very similar to that team on both ends of the court they have great chemistry um they communicate they love each other it's just it's it's fun to watch i think i think there's just too much offense for them to be compared to to those detroit teams i mean if yeah. you go back i mean those were just slug fests those weren't yeah. those weren't pretty offensive games i think this is probably some I think of those Early I think if those I think if those Pistons played these Denver Nuggets, they would they would score just as well because these Denver Nuggets suck. Yeah, but they, the Suns oh, scored a he lot said, against the Lakers. He said it right here. <laughs> the Nuggets without Murray were still tenth in the league in defense, though. So I mean, they were pretty. Have they? The have you seen that in this series? Uh, no, the Suns are so good. The Suns were number one in the league in offense during that same time period. So. No, I, I think you're right, Saul, on the on the Detroit Pistons uh, similarities for sure as far as they don't have the um, MVP-level caliber player. They don't have – they do have a certain Hall of Famer in Chris Paul, but they just don't they – don't, they don't profile like, you know, a juggernaut. Uh, and Detroit did it, came in that one year. Nobody expected them to make the finals, and they made – and, and they won it um, be, by being a team. But 
this this Suns team is so much prettier to look at than that Detroit team. Uh, did anybody watch that finals Detroit against the Spurs? I mean, that was just awful. I think the games were in the seventies. Yeah. It was just yeah. bad. Uh, so I'm really excited that to, that this is the offensive version of that Detroit Pistons feeling. Um, hey, I just got a uh, you uh, DeAndre Ayton talked and hold, he uses his hold up. Wait, hold wait, wait, up. wait, 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 wait. Ayton watch 2021. Breaking news from Dave King. DeAndre, what did he say? He sat down, and they give him they give the guys a stat sheet when they first sit da- sit down. And the whole time, Dwayne Rankin is asking him the first question. His eyes are big as silver dollars, looking at the stat sheet. And Dwayne was in the middle of his question, so he just asked about the game. And then Gina Mizell followed up and said, "What had your eyes bugging out there?" He's like, "Nikola Jokic." Had 32, 20 rebounds and ten assists. I thought I was doing well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But he's so humble. He's like, I tried, I tried, I did my best. Uh, but he did do his best. And then Chris Paul came on right after Da, and Chris Paul said, "Look, guys, Da is is the guy who does everything the stat sheet doesn't show. So does Mikel. But I mean, they want to give a lot of props to Da because Da is the one who went against Nikola Jokic in this series." Um, I'm talking like the series is over, pretty much is. Um, but they, he, we went against Nikola Jokic, and and uh, he's coming out on top, and he's doing everything the stat sheet doesn't show. It playing like Chris Paul said, all those daggers he hit in the second half, all those all those middies, all those short range. That's because Da drew the defense with him, and Chris Paul knew that Da was going to roll, rolled hard. And if the defense stayed with Chris Paul, he would have dished it to D.A. That's just the way the game went. And so those guys decided they weren't going to let D.A. score, and so he got his 10 points. If the if the guys decided they weren't going to let Chris Paul score, D.A. would have had 20. So Chris Paul said, look, man, you guys, you, nobody understands how much sacrifice and how selfless, how unselfish DeAndre Ayton is. And it's just incredible when you think about the fact that he was a number one pick. But I think that's this team in general, though, is it's there's a lot of selflessness in this group. It's why you see the extra pass made to find the wide open guy when you have a good shot, but you got the great one, uh, the great shot on the next pass. I mean, they they make it happen all the time. That's that's why I think this is special. And, And that's why some of the people on the inside I've talked to think this is special. This is just an interesting mix of guys that genuinely seem to be enjoying this you know that's not always the case either this is this is real chemistry this isn't the forced talking point that is chemistry this is actually happening on the court and that's what we're seeing uh in these last six games is it's clicked the the, everything is clicked and it, it it's it's what monty williams i think envisioned from day one his offense looking like and the effort on defense and i think that my favorite play of the night was da standing straight up and i think it was aaron gordon runs right into him and falls over like it was like <laughs> the epitome of denver has hit this brick wall that is this phoenix team that has figured it out right now and it's it, it's it's a beautiful thing to watch gordon hit deandre like a ton of bricks uh, 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 can we can we put right. Saul in purgatory? Bye, guys. See you, that's all for me tonight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. oh, I was serious. I was like, oh, see you later. <laughs> you know, real quick on that point, I, and maybe you guys can help me because I forgot where I saw this, but they were I was watching something or listening to something there where they were talking about the chemistry of previous Suns teams. 
and how when you go back to like the 92 93 team although that team was very good kevin johnson was a loner and he's somebody who would go home and you know right after the games didn't hang out with the team and didn't really have that camaraderie and the 2010 squad how channing fry was kind of the guy uh, that everybody kind of flocked to he was just kind of the glue guy for the team and then the next year they traded him and how you know the chemistry of a team is so important and when you look at this team when they're going over to chris paul's house you know to watch uh play in games and to see who the next matchup might be for him. And, you know, th there's true camaraderie with this team. You see it up and down the campaign. Mikhail. I honestly think Mikhail Bridges is such an important piece of this team. It's almost unquantifiable because everybody from what I've heard loves Mikhail Bridges. He's, he's funny. Mm -hmm. he, you know, he's just a consummate, perfect glue guy. I wrote a piece on it a year ago about his uh, value as a glue guy. And that's exactly what he does. This team, everybody kind of bonds with Mikhail Bridges. And I think that, you know, you look at their performance on the court and he kind of plays that role on the court as well. Yeah, I agree there. And then the thing, I think a, a big thing that speaks to chemistry too is, do we remember Jay Crowder going at Devin Booker after that 70 point game? Like he, he went at him, like yeah. you know, talking crap and, and basically disrespecting him. And they're best buds now. Like, I mean, any you can overcome pretty much anything when you got a good group of guys working together. And there's just there's none of that. Oh, this should be my team. There's none of this. You know, we it could have easily happened with Chris Paul and Devin Booker, right? Two alphas, two guys that that like the ball in their hands, two guys that can score at will from the mid range, and and just are are leaders, right? And, and they've figured it out. They know they have figured out how to coexist on the court together. And I think that probably set the tone for a lot of other guys where they go, if these two guys can figure it out, I damn well better be able to fall in line because I'm, I'm not the star here and, and I can figure it out. And, and Deandre Ayton's willingness to just do whatever he's asked and go out there uh, and play the way he has as well. It's just something special. I can't say that enough this this team is special and again unlike i think anything we've quite seen in phoenix before well and you mentioned you know again deandre ayton being somebody who is the number one pick oh you know in the draft and so many guys when they're the number one pick there's a certain level of expectations come from them and the organization you know relative to you are you are the, the guy look at anthony edwards i mean that guy shot like 30 attempts a game and da's humble He's, you know, he comes back. He's willing to learn. He's willing to absorb. Uh, Brendan Clean wrote a great piece for BrightSideOfTheSun.com today, talking about how he BrightSideOfTheSun.com dot com and he best he just, place in the internet. We put out so much content; it's fantastic. It's crazy and great stuff. It's really and, good stuff. Oh, oh, oh no, Espo! Oh, the piece was talking about how we shouldn't that's be surprised. Got to remove him from the stream. <laughs> nah, I, I love you guys. You do great work. <laughs> Well, real quick, I'll tell you somebody I love is Damast one in the chat. He said, shout out to you guys mm -hmm. for just being great fans and making the ride a little funner. And I think that's one thing that I truly appreciate is not only the fact that we have the Jamsters and the Flaming Ballers who join us after every game and have all season yeah. long, but we get to do this together and we get to you know enjoy this ride together. We're going to look back on this just like we look back on the 2010 team, the seven seconds or less 
uh, era. And, you know, before Matthew was watching basketball, you know, the 92-93 team. And, you know, these are memories that are going to last forever. You're going to remember where you were for every game. That's just the way it goes right now. And the fact mm-hmm. that you guys are taking the time after the game to spend with us if you're watching live or if you're listening to us the following day and you want to catch up, you know, it's part of the experience. It's so much fun. So, again, thank you to The Real mm-hmm. One for donating $25 in the chat. You mean like Sunday when we're at uh... – I want to say Four Twin Peaks. Peaks. Four, Four Peaks. Peaks. Four Peaks. Peaks. Always I always want to go to Twin Peaks. Hey, you, you aren't good enough. We need Four Peaks, gentlemen. All right? yeah. Well, Four Peaks on uh, as good as Sunday, sweet. 5 p.m. Baby, for the sweep. Yeah, is everybody who, – who's not is, going? Is everyone this, going? Yeah. I'll be there. Is, uh, is, is anyone oh, here awesome. not going? I'm not going. Oh, damn. Of course he's not. I really like wanted you to be my mom. She's right in your age range. It's a 5 o'clock game. 5 o'clock game. Well, that's that's, that's late. Dave's bedtime. Right? Late. He's got to take the nap see? before he gets up oh, for the day at, at nine. Isn't Mash on at six? I was trying to stop you from saying that. It was too late. And then Espo jumped in real quick with the joke. And I was like, oh, see, I tried to stop it. <laughs> no, it's but, all right. It's all right. Are brooms allowed in Four Peaks? Oh, this is a fantastic oh, yeah. question. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, I'll, I'll text the GM here right after the game. Up. <laughs> yeah, good, fine, because we're going to create a ruckus if we win that thing. But this is a reminder to anybody who is watching, if you live local, uh, we are going to be broadcasting live from Four Peaks Tap Room in Tempe, Arizona. It's on 8th Street, Saul. It's not in uh, Tempe Marketplace or down at Chandler Mall or anywhere. Game four is where we'll be. We'll be watching the game there, and then we'll be going live right after. Uh, shout out to Trevor, who is the general manager of Four Peaks. We did this in game four for the Lakers game, and he did nothing but uh, provide us a stellar experience for not only us, but the Jamsters who joined us, the Fanning the Flames guys joined us for that game, and it was absolutely a fun experience to you know sit around sun with your fellow Suns fans. If you can't go to a game, Go to Four Peaks. Make sure you call ahead of time to make your reservations because seating most definitely will be limited. The Suns Jam Session podcast is brought to you by Just Sports. Enter the code SUNSJAM at checkout for any of your online orders and receive 15% off of your purchase. That's right. Let them know that the Suns Jam Session guy sent you. Again, that is promo code SUNSJAM when checking out at shopjustsports.com. Okay. If somebody, don't hate on my editing ability, Saul. Don't hate on my editing ability. I'm just a simple food and beverage manager. Editing. If somebody if somebody goes through and can prove that uh, that Voida hit any of the letters in Just Sports when he's fake typing, I will buy his next shirt at Just Sports. It. All right. I love it. I love it. Hey, I'm wearing my Just Sports gear right now. I got the Valley hat. I got the Phoenix shirt. They have nothing but fantastic gear there. So Matthew's wearing the same shirt too. Hi, Matthew. How are you? How's the sore throat? I'm good. Hey, by the way, Aiden watched, so thanks for skipping over me. I honestly think that he did a great oh. job of how to shook. Hey, I got to I got to be a man and step right Lissy's in there, right? Getting pissy. Like Logan, I got Yeah. Lissy, pissy, sissy, whatever, dude. I'm I'm ready to go. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think a twinge of uh, of of irritation is uh, setting on. <laughs> no, I'm good, dude. I'm good, dude. No it's just Matthew's my sore throat. Maybe, maybe, did right? you get? A, did <laughs> you, maybe he maybe he got a new Invisalign and it's a little too tight. Yeah, that's what it is, man. Okay. <laughs> it's the fact that he doesn't have an iPhone. Just leave him alone. This is true. <laughs> oh my god, I get yelled at the all the time. Guy, the one guy in the chat. I'm so sick of the that. green group chats. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's an iPhone thing. It's not my fault. It shouldn't be. Why is it green? <laughs> it's, it, it's it's green because you wouldn't understand when we all have iphones yeah. our chat is blue 
All right. Yeah. You don't is even this, know what we're yeah. talking. Is this like an intervention right now? What is going yeah, on? Yeah, we're trying Ew. to like live. So real quick, I just I did want to throw this out there. You know, a couple of you mentioned the team that this team reminds you of from the past. And again, you know, we know that this team is unique. They are their own entity. But if I was to pick a team, I would go with the 2013 slash 14 San Antonio Spurs. That team, you know, had uh, Tim Duncan at the back end of his career, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. was kind of like their last great run together. And that's the team that actually beat the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals 4-1. to one. And the way that they did it was with defense and crisp passing. They were top in the league in assists, uh, sixth in the in the league in offense, sixth in the league in, in defense. And that's what this team really reminds me of. It's like, it's a team that... You, you just can't – I mean, even LeBron James and and uh, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh couldn't figure them out because the ball just kept moving. They kept making the right pass. They played effective defense, which led to effective offense. Uh, they had a young Kawhi Leonard on that team, and that's who – throughout this run this season, it's a team that I constantly kind of go back to, and I go, you know what? It's There's no sh- true superstar on this team. It's just, a, you know, the sum is greater than the sum of the – Beers yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but they, they had the ultimate neutralizer in Kawhi Leonard defensively, though. You know what I mean? Like Bruce Bowen. He's Bowen. our Mikel Bridges. Tim Duncan. Yeah. Tim, okay. Tim Duncan was okay, but but the Miami Heat didn't really have a have a, a front core worth. Chris Bosch was all right. I didn't. I'm not a big Chris Bosch fan anyway. But He's LeBron, right. LeBron was the dude on that team, yeah. and Kawhi was able to slow him down to a degree and get his own. I always and, thought it was interesting that um, LeBron got two other dudes Finals MVP awards. Because they held him to only thirty points a game, and his team lost. It's kind of like giving DeAndre Ayton, and we might want to give him the series MVP award for holding Nikola Jokic to only thirty-two, twenty, and ten. You know, <laughs> did JJ Barea get an MVP or no? What? No, no. I'm talking about Kawhi, and then yeah. um, Andre Iguodala got Iguodala. That was the right one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and Blaze Blankatron says, "Boy, yeah. dude, we're all thinking about it, but did you have to bring up the Spurs? Yeah, I'll bring up the Spurs. I mean, I hated those teams to death, but you know, I can still respect them. And now, we, the if we are the Spurs right now, I'm all for that. You know, and you if go you back and you look ring. at that team. Yes, who cares? <laughs> but you look at that team: Tony Parker, 16 points; Tim Duncan, yeah. 15; Kawhi Leonard, 12.8; Manu Ginobili, 12.3; Marco Bellinelli, 11. And Patty Mills, 10, and Danny Green, a young Danny Green, 9, Boris Dio, 9. I mean, it was just a consummate team. This team's kind of built the same way. I mean, Devin Booker didn't have his best offensive season, but he is more of a superstar than anybody was on that team. But again, that's just my comparison. I thought I'd throw it out there uh, for what it is worth. By the way, are, are we going to do – we're almost done. and we GM, start the game. GM, start of the game. Oh, I was ready, ladies and gentlemen. I was ready. This is a reminder, if you are watching along live uh, on the live stream on YouTube, go ahead and hit the thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button. And you can hit the join button as well, whether you want to become a, an elite jamster or a flaming baller. Go And you know what? This is a reminder, too. Let us know in the chat who is your jam star of the game. I think there's a couple good candidates uh, tonight. Uh, I, I will say again, I love watching games with my wife. She's like, you know what? These guys on the bench really get a lot of playing time at the end of games. I'm like, yeah, we're kicking the shit out of them. She's like, you know, I mean, it's fantastic. Nice. You know, so uh, let's go around the room. We'll start with Saul. Uh, Saul, who is your jam star of the game? Going with Chris Paul, baby, because he was just so freaking money in that fourth quarter and and at the end of the third. I they couldn't. <laughs> they poor Aaron Gordon. He couldn't figure it out. <laughs> he couldn't get close enough to to CP3 off those switches, and uh, he just torched them and really paced them because there was a little little 
point there where the Nuggets scored like six, seven straight times down the court, but mm-hmm. so did CP3, and it was mm-hmm. it was beautiful to watch. All right, Dave? Um, you know, I'm just going to go all in. I'm going to give it to DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, Nikola Jokic got 32, 20, and 10, but it was a really painful one for him. He looked gassed the entire time. He's just so, so good. And he allowed the Suns not to have to scramble like crazy on defense uh, for you know against Denver. Denver, you guys, uh, Denver scored a ton against Portland. Yeah, Portland's got a bad defense themselves. But they also scored a ton in the second half of the regular season after uh, even after Jamal Murray went down. They're a good, they're a good team. Yeah, but a lot of that is because um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jokic requires a double triple team, and with Aiton defending him, they didn't need to do that. So he became a one man band, and that's did why I just, give Jam Star to Aiton. Did you just forget the MVP's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's his name? His, his, name. Guy, his thirty and twenty was forgettable <laughs> to me. That guy out there, yeah, that guy. <laughs> All right, Espo, who do you? Yeah, it looks like the grown-up version of that kid who took his shirt off. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> that was great, Dave. That was fantastic. Oh, uh, my jam star of the game is the Denver fans because they did absolutely nothing <laughs> to help the Nuggets, and we appreciate. Yes, they yes, were telling you worried about those fans. They, that they was also, terrible. They also kept them quite a bit away from the from the court. Like they mm-hmm. all started like twenty rows up. Yeah, that makes the difference too. So it actually does. I'm, I agree with you on that. So all right, game Matt, ops Matt. in Denver and the fans. You get the jam star of the game. Yeah, th- thanks idea. for selling all your seats to That's Suns fans. One, it was fantastic. All right, uh, Matthew, who do you have? I'll give it to the other guy, Devin Booker tonight, just taking over the game. I really think he he had a few mistakes here and there, but overall, man, he's just a killer in these in these playoff games. He just goes up a notch every game he is playing. I, I mean, Espo said earlier, we're going to have a better Booker game maybe next game, but this is just, this is epic Booker right now, so I'm going to have to give it to him. And I think I'll just kind of blend a couple of your answers together and say the Suns backcourt, 55 points. The Nuggets backcourt, a total of 11 points from the starters. I mean, that right there, we knew coming into this series that was an advantage. Tonight was the first night where it was truly executed effectively to the point where they just they, they couldn't get momentum. Chris Paul would not let them get momentum in the second half. Devin Booker came out hot and scored 11 points in the first half. When that happens, this team is very hard to beat because we can play defense. So, uh, you know, on that note, we'll take a look. Uh, game four again is upcoming. Is there any adjustments? Again, I'm going to go back to where I started. I really think there's one adjustment that Mike Malone should try out, and that's sit MPJ. And you guys are saying, like, the only way they have a chance to win is for him to score points. Well, he's not going to do it against our first team because our our first team is working him on defense. So maybe you put him out there with the second team unit, let him get some momentum going, and maybe he can score some points. I think it's just that's just MPJ, though. I think MPJ is just missing shots. I don't think there's really a defense out there that can stop him when he's hot. That's why he's starting the game, to get those shots up to see if he can get in rhythm. So they'd be stupid to set him on the bench. But maybe he could get some rhythm. 30, 40 points a night. So uh, he'd have to outscore that 30, 40 points for them to win the game. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that means you're starting who? Will Barton instead? And yes. like, okay, okay, you do that. That doesn't mean you're guaranteed to get MPJ's Maybe. points anyway. Like, I just, MPJ is your best overall chance to win any of these games. So you got to start. Should MPJ yes, be the, the, no. the jam star of the game? He could, he could be. I mean, <laughs> well, I seriously, I got to shout out Gordon. to Ryan Thorberg in the, in the chat. Yeah. Where is that but, at? 
<clears throat> Michael Look, Porter, son's MVP. <laughs> well, he, he he has been this entire series. He's been absolutely cooked, and the Suns have targeted him. Austin Rivers plus MPJ, if you target them on offense, you're going to win because they are not very good at they, – they, they lack lateral quickness, especially MPJ. When he was guarding Devin Booker, the best play of the game to me was when Devin Booker oh, cooked him. Yeah. He yeah. cooked him. Yeah. Yeah. MPJ came walking up with a lurch. We, kind we of, were we were watching from behind. It was great. We saw oh, the entire angle. Yeah, and he just isoed him out, cooked him, went right by him, uh, and it was just. I mean, you knew right then. It's like you're not gonna. He he's not gonna be able to play defense against this guy, man. I mean, he's in, he's completely outclassed. Completely outclassed. He is worthy of the 15th overall pick because Mikael Bridges has been better in this series, as has DeAndre Ayton. I, I just feel like they may have they may have used their Will Barton uh, you know shot tonight. They he, he was supposed to have a 16 minute restriction. I think he finished closer to 30. If he's still hurting, you may have just that may have been Mike M- Michael Malone going. I know this is the series here, so yeah. I'm just going to run him. And I don't know how much he'll have left in the tank. I don't know that he can start and play major minutes in, in place of MPJ. For that Denver Denver team, for the True. Suns, Monty Williams just needs to walk in there and say one of his uh, one of his famous Montyisms: "Don't get happy on the farm. Go out there and just take care of business. Play your game. You've seen what it's done in the first three in this series. Take care of business. Let's not even worry about going home until Game One of the Western Conference or." maybe game one of the Western conference. Finals. Can we give a, can we give a shout out? Cause um, yeah, Suns targeted Anthony Davis in the first round too. When he, when his uh, groin was injured, can we give a shout out to <clears throat> the Suns just being assholes and just, you know, yes. we're going after the dude who can't do anything on defense. We are targeting relentlessly. A lot of teams won't target an injured player. Now the Lakers went after CP three shoulder, but um, you know, in, he didn't have any issues with in the playoffs. They won't target him. What's that? In the playoffs, you don't think they would target him? I thought the Suns were incredibly relentless targeting Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. And then in the opening minutes of that of that uh, game, what is it? Game six, I think it was. Anthony Davis tried to come out. Um, it was just, it was just, it was relentless. And a lot of times, NBA teams won't do enough targeting of a person who really is, is, has is no match. Um, and I just, I just thought that was, uh, it was fun to be on this side of it. I mean, the sons listen to their sensei and they're sweeping the leg period. They <laughs> are. That's exactly they what they're trying no to do. Mercy. Cobra Kai. Literally Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. Cobra Dave Kai may have just inadvertently come up with a nickname for this team. They Cobra could be Kai. the black, the black hole sons. If it, Black because hole the, sun. <laughs> because I think you could. I think that could be another name for the asshole. If you're gonna look, I'll donate the swears. For yeah, that, maybe right? not use that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cobra Kai. We'll just call it. Let's go Cobra Kai. On yeah, this call time. him Cobra Kai. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. And that's what they no need to mercy. do in Game Four. No mercy. Put a fork in Denver. It's done. I don't want a game five. I know Flex from Jersey is supposed to come out here for game five. You know what? He can bad. come out here for he can come out here for game one of the Western Conference Finals. Okay, for all you know, I care. Looking forward to seeing him then. Uh, but again, you know this this team has continued to uh, impress. They're doing. They're they're not just meeting our expectations. They're exceeding them. So. I think on that note, we've hit the hour mark, so it's time to kind of wrap things up. Just a reminder to everybody who is watching along live in the chat, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and smash that like button while you're here. You can become an elite jamster or a flaming baller by clicking the join button or following the link in the description. And feel free to donate 
via to the show via the super chat. We really appreciate everybody who did tonight. Subscribe, rate, and review via the Bright Side of the Sun Podcast Network for all your favorite Phoenix Suns content. And you can follow the show on Twitter at Suns Jam and at Suns Solar Panel. You can follow me on Twitter at Darth Voida. You can follow Dave on Twitter at Dave King NBA. You can follow Matthew on Twitter at Matthew Lissy. You can follow Espo on Twitter. At Espo and join us in nine hours and twenty minutes on the solar Ooh. panel. <laughs> oh, tomorrow Saturday. We're Are going you guys live doing one tomorrow morning. Uh, yeah, we'll that's right. We're going live tomorrow. Get it. Uh, and Espo, can you tell after us after a few hours we got to talk a lot more about this? <laughs> Espo, can you tell us where we can follow Saul Bookman? Uh, you can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. The underscore is there because Devin Booker crossed up the Saul and the Bookman fell backwards. Boom! Good night, people. I love, I love people. it. How do you always come up with these? You're so good at it. My it's brain's crazy. weird. Yeah, it does operate in different ways. That was great. So, it was fantastic. That so on, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for joining us. We truly appreciate it. We'll see you coming uh, live on Sunday, coming from Four Peaks in Tempe. Until then, Matthew? Go home and love your family. Oh wow! Somebody go over gross. and love Matthew, please. Okay? Somebody love me, please. Oh, hug or something. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Have a fantastic evening. I want to hear you scream out. Mug, 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 m